Hey everybody, this is Dr. Ryan Berlin on Align Your Health. We are on 55 KRC, the talk station, and just having a great afternoon. Just wanted to uh, kick off today and tell you guys that we're excited about this new time and just enjoying being in the afternoon with you guys. Feels so good to be here. <laughs> and uh, today we got an awesome topic. We're talking about something that over 80% of all Americans will deal with at some point in their life, and that is lower back pain and specifically lower back pain that is as a, as a result of... Um, damaged, herniated, bulged, or sequestered discs, um, disc issues. Disc issues. And you know what's funny is that um, I really thought that disc issues were for, like, old guys. And I don't, I don't you know, not to, not to generalize, but um, when I was younger, I really felt that way. And then I ran, personally ran into disc issues um, right after my pregnancy, um, just because of the changes that happened in my spine with my pregnancy. And then, um, you know, literally just within a few days after giving birth, I was, I was having some, some disc issues. And so it really uh, became very clear that this isn't just an old dude problem. This is, this really goes across the board for so many people. Yeah, absolutely. So there are a lot of, um, there are a lot of postural and mechanical changes that happen during yep. pregnancy from your body changing, putting on, you know, the uh, baby weight and, and just the position of where it is. And uh, yeah, uh, you know, sitting at desks, driving in cars, um, certain physical activity. If we were weekend warriors or played sports, like all of these things, our body, you know, they take a toll on our body. Um, but, you know, I think one of the things we're going to speak about today and that is really um, important to understand is that. Our body is literally designed to heal. Yes. And so, you know, maybe you guys have never heard that. I mean, I mean, you know your body is designed to heal. You, you get a cut, it scabs up, you stop bleeding, and eventually you have new skin. But sometimes people will ask me, like, well, can you heal from an injured disc? I, we hear that question so frequently. It's literally incredible. And the answer is absolutely. 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 I mean, that'd be like asking it. I mean, literally, that's as silly as asking, can you actually heal from a cut? <laughs> I have a paper cut. Can, can I heal from it? Can you yes. actually heal? Can you actually heal from a broken bone? Yes. Can you actually heal from stubbing your toe? Can you actually like, yeah, your body's designed to heal. Now, I think what people really mean by that, and they don't they don't often say this or even know that they're saying it is, can you heal well from that? And if so, how do you heal? How do you heal? Yep. Well, yep. From an injured disc. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And before we get started any further, um, because I know this is a hot topic, and I know that um, there's lots of people right now listening, going, "Holy cow! I've had disc issues." What is he going to say? Um, right. One of the things you're going to want to do is write down our phone number. So our phone number to uh, give us a call is five one three seven five five three five eight three. And at any point in time during today's show, if you call that number and you're one of the first five people to call and schedule an appointment, we specifically have spots opened up for you um, for this week. If you're like, you know what, enough of this stuff. I've waited too long. I didn't know. Maybe you didn't know. Or maybe you've been down the other road. Maybe you've done acupuncture. Maybe you've done massages. Maybe you've, you know, the doctor's given you, maybe you've gone the road of not acupuncture, but you've had other needles stuck in where they're doing injections and surgery, steroids yep. or whatever. Um, maybe you've even had a surgery. Yep. You know, say you had two or three vertebra fuse. I want you to know that you still have, if you've had two vertebra fuse, you still have 22 others. Yep. And we're going to teach you how to take care of your um, discs and how to take care of your spine and keep it healthy and keep it functioning 
really, really well. So um, give us a call, uh, 513-755-3583. If you are um, new to us and you want to check out our website, go to alignhealthcenter.com and check out our website, get to know us a little bit. And then also find us on Facebook. You can go to Dr. Ryan Berlin hyphen uh, align, uh, align Your Health, which is our radio show. And then uh, you can also check us out on podcast on uh, on iTunes podcast and listen to our previous uh, shows and uh, go back and listen if you're not one of the the OGs of our shows, the original <laughs> gangsters. It's really incredible how many ways we can stay connected today, right? I mean, literally, we just listed five different ways that we can stay connected. So there's there's never um, like not be, not staying connected, like never an excuse. It's so good. Well, let's go, let's go through this initial part. Can the disc in your spine actually heal? And really, what's the best way to heal um, you know, the disc in your spine? So whether you're someone who has a disc bulge or herniation, uh, people tend to freak out because of the levels of pain and really kind of the sense of hopelessness that they'll get when, um, when that injury happens. I, I'm going to tell you, I dealt with this myself. I, I herniated two discs pretty heavily in yep. my lower back. You remember that? Yes, I do. It was back in 2010, and we were just about to have our um, 2011. 2011, yep. We were just about to have our firstborn, and I was nine months pregnant putting your socks on because you couldn't bend over. That's yeah. a true story. It's very, that's very, yeah. that's and real I remember life. it was scary for me because I yeah. had to go to work every day. Yep. And I'm like, if I can't even put on my socks, how in the world am I going to, you know, carry yeah. on with my day? And I remember the pain just being like unrelenting. And I remember my low back just feeling tight. And uh, the good news is I'll tell you guys, you know, I, I didn't I didn't have any injections. I didn't use any pain medication. I didn't uh, go for steroid treatment. I didn't do anything. I, I did exactly what I'm going to share with you guys today. So the first thing that comes to people's mind, though, is uh, their in- injections and physical therapy, which eventually just lead down the road to surgery. Uh, absolutely. And the mind-blowing thing to me, I think uh, initially, if you have a bulged or a herniated disc, in fact, this was a conversation that I was having this morning um, with my tennis pro, is that some people who come into that injury are initially really scared to go see a chiropractor. And if like if you're scared to go see a chiropractor if you have a herniated or a bulged disc, like let me tell you that the other road that you're going to go down is so much scarier. Yeah, it's being under the knife and going in for surgery, which uh, the the research says that back surgeries about fifty percent of them are effective at reducing the pain. Never mind, are they effective at getting your spine healthier? We know they're not because your spine's not healthier now that it has eight screws in it, like. Like that, there's just, that's not like your spine's designed to move. So by putting eight screws in, in, in your spine, it's not healthier, but you may be more asymptomatic, but that asymptomatic part only happens in 50% of all spinal surgeries. Right. Right. And so, you know, like, let's, let's, let's be honest. If you go and get a spinal injection first, pain medication, the reason why we're so cautious to use pain medication is because if you've damaged a disc and in turn are putting pressure on the nerves so severely in your spine, that it's creating excruciating pain. And all you do, whether it's via a pill or via an injection, is numb the pain, then you might feel okay, but you're actually doing what to the disc? More damage. More damage. Now that now that disc has to heal from the subluxation, it has to heal twice. It has to heal from the subluxation, 
And then it also has to heal from those, that chemicals, the, either the, the um, prescription drug or the injection or the surgery where it got cut up and diced up. Um, it has to heal on so many more levels the more things you keep doing to it. Absolutely. And it, when you correct the interference on a structural level, then it's, it's a total game changer and your body can actually heal. Yeah, absolutely. So the injections just reduce the pain. PTs focus on really just strengthening your core, which is one component of getting this corrected. And then surgery just removes the disc. But none of those address the cause. So, you know, coming up, we're going to be talking about what causes the disc to get injured in the first place. How do we get it healthy? And then ultimately, what can you guys do? So give us a call. If that's something you know you need help with, call 513-755-3583. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. Hey, everybody, this is Dr. Ryan Berlin. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. And uh, we're talking about disc issues. We're talking about disc herniations, disc bulges, and talking about um, how to heal from them. Because I think that, like we were talking about, Ash, that's one of the, the major issues that most people don't understand that it's something you can completely heal from. So many people come in contact with it and don't realize that you can heal from a disc herniation or a disc bulge. Um, you know, we talk about this a lot in our office, that people matter. And so that's one of our favorite reasons to tell stories. And so I would love if you would share, is there a patient story that you can think of that, you know, um, someone who you've worked with that has had serious disc issues? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in fact, I will... I'll tell this story, but after we're done with the story, I want to really go through really the, the four major things that we need to do to get a disc healing. Yep. So um, this this story is, is kind of near and dear to my heart because he's still a patient. And, uh, you know, obviously for HIPAA reasons, we're going to, um, you know, protect his privacy. But um, a, a patient of mine asked me one day, he said, I have a friend um, that I work with and he's just really really, really, really miserable. And uh, he's just in a ton of pain. He injured uh, his his neck. Um, this, so a lot of times when people think discs, they think lower back because I've right. injured a lower back disc. But you have discs throughout your whole spine. Mm -hmm. They're the um, kind of cushions that are in between the vertebra. And even though they're kind of like a jelly donut where it's, it has an outside core and then an inside um, like liquid or fluid that creates... Um, or think of it like a water balloon, like with skin and then and then fluid in the middle, it creates some um, some resistance. Yeah. A to water it. balloon is a way better example than a jelly donut. Yeah. <laughs> well, the problem is when you tear a jelly yeah, donut. When you tear a jelly donut, you know how like the fluid can leak out. Right. That's right. where people give that example because yep. when that fluid leaks out, you still have the donut. Now it's just kind of you know collapsed and squishy, and there's nothing inside of it right. to create right. that you know resistance. And so the discs are the cushions, and so you have them at every vertebral level. And so um, the reason why the low back ones are so debilitating is because we have so much more load on our lower back. Right. But if you have a disc herniation in your neck, they're every bit as miserable. That's what they're you had. They're excruciating. That's what I had. They're excruciating. You can't turn your head. You have the Batman cowl thing going yes, on where you can't yes. even turn without turning yes, your body. You can't turn. Yep. And uh, so, so this gentleman, here's what happens. is He's his dad's caretaker. He's an amazing guy. He's a Christian guy who just... Um, you know, he just really is just a great human being. I imagine he's an amazing employee. He was a great friend to this patient of mine. And this patient said, you know, I have this friend, he injured his, his neck 
and he herniated several discs in his neck. He's been through everything. He's gotten injections. He went to another chiropractor for you know a year, year and a half. He um, eventually went to a surgeon. The surgeon wanted to cut out parts of his disc, and potentially they told him if that didn't work, the next step was fusing the spine together. He's not willing to go that route, but in in avoiding the surgery, he's to the point where he thinks that that might be his only hope because he's now to the point where he's still miserable and more miserable, and he's kind of uh, working as his father's caretaker and this injury happened lifting and helping move his father and so now um, you know he has this horrible neck injury and so you know put yourself in his shoes for a minute he's thinking like surgery might be his only option his livelihood he's actually not been working because of this so you know I'm sure this has affected finances I'm sure it's affected but this literally now he's to the point where he's considering having a life-altering surgery and, uh, you know, I'll interject this story with another one real quickly. I have a patient who had the exact neck surgery that he was going to have. And, and you know, I want you guys to understand that I, I believe there's a time and a place for surgery. I just think spinal surgeries are so risky yep. that you should do everything else first, even if that means trying out your second and third and fourth chiropractor. Absolutely. Like, you know, I, so this guy... Um, that had the surgery, patient of mine, ends up having a failed surgery. It doesn't necessarily mean that the doctors did the wrong thing. It just means that it failed to get him any relief. In fact, now he's in more excruciating pain. And he said, had he known now what he knew then, he would never have had the surgery. And he would have just kept trying other avenues, especially other chiropractors, because he, he, again, went to a chiropractor, didn't get results, came and started seeing us. And he's seeing that our care is very different. So back to the first story of the gentleman who's not had the surgery. Right. Um, uh, this is one of my favorite things to do. As a patient, The patient who referred him said, hey, he's hesitant to come in. He's already tried chiropractic. And he's like, I told him, so did I. And this is very different. You know, we hear this all the time. We hear it all the time. And so, you know, the patient um, that was referring him said, would you mind calling him? Would you mind talking to him? I know if you could just talk to him that he would uh, he would come in. And so that's why we do our community dinners. That's why we do the radio show, because if people get a chance to hear me explain it from the you know position of expertise, a lot of times they they hear something they've never heard and they're like, oh, wow, this is different. So I called them. We talked through the problem. I listened to them. And I said, you know, just out of curiosity, you went to a chiropractor. How many x-rays they take? And he's like, well, they never took x-rays. Oh, no. Oh, no. And I'm like, they never took x-rays. I'm like, all right, well, that, that answers my next question because my next question was be, if they took x-rays, how many markings, lines, and angles did you see on those x-rays? Did they analyze them? Because when somebody comes into our office, we do an exam, we do a consultation, we do a, a static EMG scan, we look at the function of the nerves based on the electricity coming through them. And we're not talking about sticking a needle in your arm and doing nerve conduction velocity. We're talking about a very simple, very highly sensitive test that NASA developed to be able to work with astronauts. And we were able to put this on the skin and read electricity coming through the skin and understand how well the nervous system is functioning based on um, surface EMG. Then we take x-rays. We mark over 30 different lines, angles, and markings on the x-rays. And we're able to find out exactly where the problem is and why the problem's happening. We're not going to look just to where the disc herniation is. We're going to look what caused the disc to become damaged. That's so good. Was there a lack of spinal curvature? Was there a large hip imbalance? Is there a scoliosis? Is there a subluxation of one particular vertebra that was stuck that caused that disc to eventually tear? But rarely is the disc actually the issue. 
Right. The disc is the symptom of a larger problem. And when the disc tears, the pain is the symptom of the disc tearing, but the disc tearing itself or the disc becoming injured itself was a symptom of another problem. Right. So now as you take a drug or do something, you're addressing the symptom of a symptom of a symptom. <laughs> right. And you're not even addressing the cause. And that's why none of it actually works long term. Right. And that's why nobody thinks you can heal from a disc injury because nobody's addressing the cause. They're addressing the symptom of a symptom of a symptom. So he comes in, we do all the testing, we find the problem, we find it on x-ray, we find it via EMG scan, we find it via palpation, we know which range of motion he's limited in, we know which angles are really off, we know where the major cause in the subluxation is, and then we begin to make very specific adjustments and we put together a treatment protocol for him that is specific to him and his subluxation patterns. Because when you have 24 vertebra in your spine that all move in eight different directions via all three axes, right? They move in all these different ways. There's literally a million different possibilities of subluxations that can occur in the spine. And what subluxation means is that that vertebra has shifted out of its normal position and it's now creating stress and damage in the spine. And there's millions of different possibilities of ways that could happen. My job is to know how to correct each and every one of those. And so that's what we started doing was correcting his particular subluxation pattern. Within the first adjustment, and I'm going to be really straightforward, he said, is this going to be painful? And I said, yeah, it probably will be a little bit. Initially, the first visit or two, may be, you may be sore. You may even have some pain because we're getting into an area that's already painful. Right, right. He's already in pain. But right. I promise you, you're going to be able to tolerate it. And within two to three visits, maybe maybe six to eight visits, right. we're going to start seeing some pretty significant changes occur. That's exactly what happened. First adjustment. He did not really enjoy the process, but he enjoyed the results. He enjoyed the results. Absolutely. Second visit, he told me, he's like, I don't, I can't even believe I'm here to let you do that again, <laughs> but I feel so good. I know I got to do this. Right. Second visit, even better results. By the time he made it to his doctor's report, which is the visit where we go over his x-rays and teach him everything. And, you know, we don't just hand you an MRI report. Right. We literally spend about an hour you know, teaching you about your spine, teaching you about your nervous system, teaching you about your particular subluxation and how to correct it. And uh, by the time we did that, he was already feeling amazing. And he's still a patient of mine. He's a wellness patient of mine. He's gone through corrective care. He went through like six to eight weeks of corrective care. His spine completely healed. And now he feels amazing. And now he's in wellness care and he's getting adjusted every other week and keeping a spine that had been degenerative for over a couple of years functioning tip top and feeling better than ever. He comes in feeling good and he leaves feeling good. And if you're someone with disc issues, you and I both know that you would love to go into a chiropractor's office oh feeling gosh. good or come out, go in feeling good and leave feeling good and only go in every other week and, and just have your spine feeling better than it has in decades. Right. And I think that most people, like you hear the thing, what are one of the things we hear? Once you go to a chiropractor. You can never stop going. And the reality right. is no, once the problem gets corrected, and some of you are going to a chiropractor because you're in pain all the time and you're, you keep going because it's the only thing that makes you feel good for a couple of days. But if you do it right and if you go through some corrective care the right way, you should be able to reverse any of those conditions, get them healing, and then never have that level of pain again. Absolutely, because there's an innate ability inside of your body that God put in every single one of us that our bodies can heal. And that's the most beautiful gift that anybody can ever receive is that we know that we can heal. And that's what we teach our patients. 
So what I want to go over next is just going through really the four things you have to do to heal a disc. And, and you know, you and I can talk through these. Absolutely. So that's what we're going to go through coming up is just how do you do it? How do we do it? What is What does it require? And then we're going to spend the last segment of the show really talking about, you know, what is the anatomy of a disc and what is the research saying right now? What's the research saying about chiropractic over traditional treatments like med- medic, uh, medical interventions like uh, steroids and surgery? So that's what's coming up on Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Ryan Berlin on 55KRC, the talk station. You're listening to Align Your Health, the show about maximizing your health without drugs and surgery. And right now we're talking about really our expertise, which is spinal problems, specifically herniated discs. This is our wheelhouse. Listen, we talk about nutrition. We talk about, you know, we've hit everything on this show from, you know, uh, mental illness to kidney disease to all sorts of things, heart disease, cancer, all sorts of things. But when it comes to um, herniated discs, bulged discs, the spinal, issues of you know how it is like literally like how it is in your body this is our wheelhouse there's no one better there is nobody and and, and i'm not saying that egotistically i'm saying that like chiropractic is the best thing you can possibly do if you have a bulge disc not surgery not neurosurgery not and like neurosurgeons will tell you that if it's working keep doing it you know and they'll mention that like with aspirin and massage, but that's nonsense. Like aspirin, no, you should not keep doing that because it's going to cause liver damage. Right. Right? Like don't keep taking aspirin if you have a disc issue or taking steroids if you have a disc issue that's going to shut down other parts of your body. You know, the the reality is you got to get to the cause of the problem. And when I say there's nobody better, what I mean is that our max living offices all over the United States are the best people. They're trained in the highest end chiropractic techniques. They're trained in the, the newest technology. They're, they're using the best equipment. They're using the best resources. They're using the best techniques that I literally spend, you know, spent hundreds of hours postgraduate learning how to take 20 or 30 different chiropractic techniques and bring them in to one uh, strategy on how to correct these problems. And, you know, I'm just going to be honest, most chiropractors don't spend that much time postgraduate doing that. That's right. one of the reasons that our office was named top 10 in Ohio. And we're, we've won multiple awards when it comes to chiropractic is because what we deliver is something very different. Yep. Um, you know, if you're listening right now and wanting to get into our office, then the next step is give us a call at 513-755-3583. We have five appointments every single week that we open up specifically for people who want to get well from the conditions we're talking about. We had a lady come in today from a radio show just the other day, and she left so excited. And she's like, I listen to your radio show, and I thought I wanted to come in because of nutrition. She's like, but after being in here, I have this going on and that going on, and she's having problems, pain going on her leg, and she's had issues with organs that she didn't realize might be related, the exact same nerves. And she left. She's like, I can't wait to tell my family about this. And she goes, I realize that starts with me. If I can get better from this, then I can help show them the direction to go. And I was like, man, we just nailed it out of the park with that patient. So good. Those are my favorite. Those are my favorite patients. When we have that light bulb moment with a patient where they connect how their body heals and they connect that, you know, the nervous system controls and coordinates every single function of the body. Yeah. It's amazing. So if you have a herniated disc, let's talk about what this is. So a herniated disc is simply where one of the discs in between the vertebra, the cushions, right? They're made mostly out of fluid and some, some cartilage type tissue that they tear or bulk. And they're actually putting pressure along the spinal cord. So what happens is the soft center of that disc and the spine is forced to pass through a weakened part of the disc. And then what happens is it starts injuring the actual spinal cord tissue. So it's not really a disc problem. It's a 
nerve problem. It's a nerve problem. So. I love the way you brought that together. Let's go through the anatomy of this. The bones of the vertebral column, they connect, um, they stack on top of each other from pelvis uh, all the way up to skull. And these bones protect the nerves that leave the brain. They go down the back and they travel all the way down through the spinal cord out. And then the nerves exit and go out into the whole body. So the vertebra of the spine are separated by those discs. They have this gelatinous substance in between. And what happens is those get injured when the spine actually has problems. Yep. So when the spine, when the spine here, get this. When your spine is in the proper alignment, when it has how many curves? There's three curves. Three curves that are in the right position, right? I got it right. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're ready. Welcome I was for ready hint. for that test. <laughs> so the three curves of the spine have to be in the proper position, and they're supposed to be on average 45, 45 degrees, like yeah. 38 up to 50 degrees, and, and they average 45 degrees. 45-degree angles are really strong. Those curves are super strong. Think about the Hoover Dam. Think about... Um, you know, like some of these things, like the Hoover Dam uh, deals with a tremendous amount of force of water and it's holding it back. And what does it have? It has this large arching curve that is giving it its strength. Your spine has these arching curves in, in it that give it its strength. And so when those curves are in the right position, they're able to withstand tons and tons and tons of stress. Isn't it absolutely incredible when we think we figured something out, like how to structurally build the Hoover Dam at an angle that is like the absolute best angle to take pressure on? It already existed on. in nature. And then God already made it that way. Yep. It's it's literally so incredible. It's it's Anyway. So good. Well, and then the other part. So then the other part is what people do know, which is alignment. Right. And so if your alignment's off, imagine if the sh the foundation of your house was shifted by ten or fifteen degrees, it's going to eventually just break down the structure. Right. Well, if your alignment of your vertebra and your spine is off by ten or fifteen degrees, like your your discs are just going to crumble. So when those vertebrae start shifting out of position or twisting out of position, what happens is the disc that's in between those vertebrae start to get torqued and twisted, or they start to get bent, um, so that there's more pressure on one side and the other. I, I tell people, imagine putting a water balloon between your hands. Okay. And so you have the water balloon. If you're watching on the web right now, because we have you uh, guys on Facebook Live, if you have the water balloon between your hands and you start to put pressure on one side of that water balloon, what happens is the fluid moves to the other side of the water balloon and starts to bulge on the other side. Right. And that's what happens with a disc. And so when that disc swells, it'll start to put pressure on a nerve. Well, one of the most common signs of that is when you start getting pain that travels down the nerve. That's called radiculopathy. And so radiculopathy or radiculopathy is the way it's spelled is when that herniated disc putting so much pressure on a nerve, like say your sciatic nerve or the nerves coming down in your arms, hands, and fingers, and people start feeling pain down an arm or down a leg, or maybe they start even getting numbness and tingling down that leg or down that arm. So that, like we get this like hairstylist. Yes. Their head's forward, their yep. arms are up all day long. Yep. And they, they've ruined their cervical curve. They don't know it, but their cervical curve, they might have no neck curve, like zero. And so they're getting all this pressure on the disc and they're, they don't realize it. But the reason their arms, hands and fingers are falling asleep or worse, they're getting pain down in their arms, hands and fingers or into their shoulders is because they have discs that are literally bulging. And we see it with the um, we see with the dentist. We see with the dental hygienist. We have a lot of um, ortho people that work in the orthodontia field. Um, all, all of those guys that, that they're in that same position where they have their arms up. Um, we, we see a lot of that. Lumbar discs, the reason you hear so much about them is because you're 15 times more likely to, to injure the, the discs in your low back because of ben, bending, twisting, et cetera, than you are to injure the ones in your neck. However, in 8% of cases, the neck is, is injured 
of eight percent of all uh, disc injuries, and only about one to two percent are your thoracic disc injured because th- that area, that curvature is actually designed to take on some of the load onto the disc. Right. Um, but your neck and your lumbar spine are not. So give us some examples of some of the symptoms that people would experience um, just so that like they're at home right now and thinking, I think I have a disc issue. What are some of the, the you know, quantifying symptoms that they might have? Yeah, of course. Oh, I've had these, so I can, I can name them easily. Um, we're talking about severe low back pain. If it's, if, you know, if it's, if it's something, if it's the disc is in your low back, it's severe low back pain. It's pain that radiates, you know, maybe into your legs and your feet or right in your butt. Um, pain that gets worse when coughing, straining, laughing. Ooh, um, so, so bearing down to go to the bathroom, right. uh, cough, yeah, coughing, sneezing. Sometimes right. that's actually the mechanism where they think that was what caused the injury. Yes. yes. <clears throat> but there was already an underlying, um, underlying subluxation there and they don't realize it but then they coughed or strained and exerted more pressure on the disc and it may have even bulged more right and so tingling or numbness in the legs and the feet muscle weakness or atrophy in advanced stages and even muscle spasms so those are all things that you'll encounter um, when this stuff is going on yeah so what do we do and how do we correct this well there's really four things that you need to be doing we need to address the cause of the problem we need to get mobility back in there And we need to strengthen things. So as a chiropractor, our job is to help walk you through all four of these things. So first, you need motion. This is what brings nutrition back to the disc. So the chiropractic adjustment is part of this. Um, You know, actually, if let's let's rewind because I want to go through those four things, but let's rewind a little bit. If you're experiencing those symptoms, because I think this is important. There are people who are literally just waiting to hear how they can get in contact with us. If you're one of those people that's experiencing those symptoms, if you didn't understand that there's a certain structure your spine is supposed to have and that you know you have bulged discs, you've been told that, you've had an MRI done, but the doctors haven't given you any options, they haven't steered you in the right direction, and you didn't know that this could be corrected and that it could heal, then who should they call? Oh, this is good news. You can call us. Um, our office, Align Chiropractic, 513-755-3583. Or you can find us on the web. It's alignhealthcenter.com. And I would encourage you to go on our website and look around a little bit and learn about the chiropractic side of things and learn about, we teach about five essentials. That's one of them. So go on and read about the five essentials on our website and get in touch with us. More coming up on Align Your Health on 55KRC. The talk station. I feel glorious, glorious. Got a chance to start again. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Ryan Berlin on 55KRC, the talk station. You're listening to Align Your Health, the show about maximizing your health without drugs and surgery. Um, again, I'm going to give you our phone number. Give us a call at 513-755-3583 if you want help, if you've had back issues, if you know you have disc issues. If you, all right, I'm going to even, let's, let's be upfront. What if you're nervous about seeing a chiropractor or what if you're hesitant? Then just call us, come in and do an exam and consultation. We're not even, we're not going to do anything. There's nothing to be afraid of on the first visit right. other than learning more about your problem. Right. Absolutely. And, and talking to us and, and seeing if we can help you that, um, honestly, some people come into a chiropractic office and they're like, you know, I don't want... Like, they don't even know what they're asking for, but they're like, do we have to take x-rays? Are you going to adjust me today? And, like, I find it so funny because we do the opposite. It's like, number one, we're not adjusting you today. Right. And number two, we're going to 
do an exam, take some x-rays because like, would you want someone operating on your brain who never saw an MRI of your brain? Oh, no. Then why oh, would no. you want someone moving bones of your spine to try to correct the cause of something that they haven't even seen on an x-ray yet? Absolutely. And, and better yet, if they haven't, if they have taken the x-ray, but they haven't told you what's going on or analyzed the x-ray and measured things. So on your first visit, like if you're hesitant, I, I totally get that. I totally get that. I want you to know that chiropractic is safe and it's extremely effective. That's why my malpractice insurance runs less than my car insurance every year. Oh my gosh, that's um, true. It's like 1200 bucks a year for my malpractice insurance. Right. But more importantly, um, I want you to know in that first visit that just come in and, and let's let's see how we can help you. Let's find out what's going on. Let's talk to you. Let's do an exam. And let's go from there. I mean, you said you measured 30 different angles on someone's x-ray. Like, this is a very specific scientific process that you're using. Yeah, extremely, extremely specific, extremely scientific. So let's talk about the four things you got to do to heal a disc. So Number one is that motion. Yeah. So, you, you mentioned that before, um, before we did a little bit of the rewind. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Um, you know, what's funny is that we were actually going in depth in, in just this category during our team training this week, um, because there's something there's a there's a lot of things that we do that set our office apart. Um, but this is one of them is bringing motion, um, bringing bringing motion into discs. And, and when you're a patient in our office, um, there's something that we do that um, that we we work with all of our patients on wobble and traction and we load and unload discs on those wobble units and on those traction units. And that helps give the disc the nutrition that it needs to heal. And we literally spent, we did a 45 minute training this week with our staff. Just on making just, sure our staff understands how a disc gets um, nutrition. How it gets it. nutrients and the studies behind that. And, and there's piles of them and it's yeah. really amazing. So the process that Ashley's talking about is after puberty, all of our discs start um, going through some deterioration uh, just due to now that they've mat matured, they will start breaking down and losing some of their vascular supply unless you bring a process called imbibition back into the disc. Imbibition. Um, that term actually comes from the word to imbibe or to drink. So not like alcohol, but rehydrating. <laughs> so imbibition is what causes heal and repair. So think of your disc like, almost like a sponge that kind of soaks up and releases, soaks up water and releases water. That's kind of how a disc functions and it needs to replenish that nutrition. But when there's excessive pressure on the disc, it doesn't soak it back up very well. Right. So we got to get motion in so that like you were mentioning, the wobble chair exercises and the bi-directional traction and also the, uh, the, the what people call the, the roller table. Yeah, the roller table. The yep. roller table. Or we had a friend, he loved calling it the surfer bed because it has like a surfing <laughs> motion to it. That's a shout out to Cliff if you're listening. <laughs> and uh, so the, the intersegmental traction table is about pumping those discs and getting hydration back into those discs. So for people who can't do it load-bearing because they're in pain, right. we put them on the uh, the intersegmental traction table and we have them lay on it so they're no longer load-bearing and we can still pump those discs. So Amazing. there's passive imbibition, active imbibition. But the next thing you need to do to heal the disc is specific chiropractic adjustments. Absolutely. This is where we find the, and target the area that isn't moving that's creating the stress on the disc. And you have to have x-rays to identify the specific type of adjustment needed, the specific segment that needs to be addressed, and the vector. This is where the science comes in. What direction from superior, inferior to superior, from right to left, from posterior to anterior, clockwise torque, counterclockwise torque, 
And this is where when I'm adjusting, it may look like I'm adjusting people in a very similar way, but I'm adjusting 24 different segments of the spinal column and I'm doing them all in very different ways. Right. And so, yes, I might be pushing on an L4 on this person or an L4 on this person, but one has a PLS listing and the other has a PRI-M listing. And your job isn't to know what that means. That's my job. Yeah. And so my job (laughs) is to be an expert at reading x-rays and then adjusting the segments of the spinal column with my hands to unlock and move these vertebra. So sometimes people are like, well, how did, well, what did you do? And I'm like, well, I mean, I could tell you, but it's going to take three and a half years and you're going to have a doctorate <laughs> by the time you're done. But just trust me that like my whole doctorate is on training on how to move the vertebra of the spine to get the spine healthy again. That's so good. I'm a so neurosurgeon's that. doctorate is in where to put the screws to keep your vertebra from ever moving again. That's right. Right. So there's, there's a difference there. Right. One is putting screws into the spine to never allow that area to move again. And then my job is to unlock that vertebra and get the spine moving again to allow it to heal and get back to its normal function. So That's next, what do we got to do? We got to correct bad postural patterns. So t- let's talk a little bit about that. You, 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 explain know, that. you know, what's really amazing is that, okay, so correcting the posture isn't just about standing straight up, right? And that's that's our initial reaction. That's even my initial reaction when you say, like, let's correct your posture. I'm like, oh, I better, I better, you know, sit, get up, my, straight. sit up straight, get Put my shoulders my back, head. right? Put a book on my head. I love that. Um, but a lot of, a lot of um, it, this is really in the subconscious level and it's controlled at the level of the cerebellum. So correcting posture must be something that's subconscious in a lot of levels. And neurological. Neurological. Exactly. So, um, you know, you've definitely talked about this is that what your spine looks like from the side determines your posture and those curvatures that we have, the three curves that we need in that spine. So we're not necessarily talking about controlling your posture, like sitting up straight. We're talking about controlling your spinal posture and getting the curves back in your spine and retraining the alignment. And the way we do that in our office is we actually use a technology. Again, this was also developed for use with NASA, but we're using whole body vibration. And the whole body vibration that we use is actually... uh, tuned in to the exact frequency that your nervous system resonates at at the level of the muscles. And so we're retraining the spinal um, motion and mechanics after the adjustment with vibration therapy and doing some weighting and, and, and engaging your spine and getting it back to being engaged in more of a proper posture. And when the spine is aligned properly and you have curves back into the spine, then it's 16 times stronger. So good. Than when the curves are um, damaged or the alignment is damaged. So how do you how do you not have disc issues? If you don't want to have a disc issue, how no, do you achieve that? Number one, you need motion in your spine. Number two, you need specific chiropractic adjustments. Number three, you need to correct the bad spinal postural patterns. And number four, you have to generally strengthen the spine. So we got to give you uh, exercises to do and movements to do, things like deadlifts that can help to correct certain curves and strengthen uh, up things. You got to learn how to pick things up off the ground and, and put them back down on the ground properly. So, you know, some people say, well, that person had a back injury. They shouldn't be deadlifting. Well, I'd ask the doctor, like, you know, if they went grocery shopping and they picked up dog food, you know, is it reasonable that they should be able to, in time, pick up that dog food and put it in the shopping cart? Yeah. Well, that's called a freaking deadlift. (laughs) So the difference between me and a lot of the doctors that will tell people, well, you shouldn't be deadlifting, you shouldn't be doing this, is I want them to know how to do it right. And right. the doctor doesn't. Well, and on a properly mechanic on a mechanically proper yeah, spine. Knowing how to do it. So one right. of the things we do is we actually give people an exercise program 
to do after their spine starts healing that they can do at home. It's called Max T3 and it's designed around functional movements. This is part of your care. You get this with your care is that you get a exercise program that's designed around uh, functional movements, things like planks, things like squats, things like teaching you how to do those properly so that you can get back to being healthy and have your spine be healthy. Before we finish up, the last minute here, I want to talk about two articles that recently came out. One out of the Journal of Manipulative uh, Physical Therapy, um, Journal of Manipulative uh, Physiological Therapeutics, sorry. And they said, what percentage, Ash, what percentage of herniated discs were found to improve with chiropractic care? 90%. Yeah, over 90%. Actually, over they 90%. found that after three months, and this was confirmed via MRI that these people had damage in herniated discs. And after two weeks, over 80% of them significantly improved, not just in their pain, but in their disc herniations, which was confirmed by MRI. And in three months, over 94.5% of them, which means which percent of those were maybe surgically, was surgery warranted? Less than 5%. Less than 5%. And every surgeon who's worth his weight in... Whatever, I don't know, I guess gold is what I was going to say, but <laughs> worth their weight, whatever, would tell you to try chiropractic first and be the 5% who failed chiropractic, and I would even say multiple chiropractors before you ever went in for surgery. Give us a call one last time at 513-755-3583. Get scheduled for this week. If you're dealing with disc issues, there is no better thing to be doing for them. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station.